0: Oh dear, hi listeners, welcome to Podcast with Paul. (laughs) We've got interesting insights guaranteed, (laughs) and it's time to increase your emotional intelligence. Are we up for increasing our emotional intelligence listeners? Let's have lots of joy and fun, and excitement for sure. Hey, I've got some really special guests along the the way. way Interesting people, really challenging ideas and challenging conversations. It's going to be amazing. You can learn more about what to do, why to do what to do, and what to do about it all. (laughs) So much fun becoming self-aware, motivated, alive, learning new ways to see the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast with Paul. ah welcome everyone it 's time for episode two Now, if the room is where it is and you're, and you 're and you're with a group of people and the first thing you had was a big genuine smile and you put your hand out to shake hands or you put your uh, you know you went and communicated introduced yourself that self confidence i know you 've got a book here about self confidence that you've just wrote and recently written recently. That place of your self-confidence, do you think you were born with the self-confidence that you have, or do you think you've got it from somewhere, or you've learnt it, or it's just who you are?
1: That's a great question, Paul. When COVID first started, I actually was told I had cancer as well, and all of a sudden I realised I wasn't going to live forever, which I used to think I could.
0: Uh, you got, um, that was, that was, that's, that's just, we all know we're going to the same place, you told me that.
1: <laughs> that's right, um, and we're not coming back, so it means it must be popular, so... Um,
0: The main thing is
1: with all this is that um, I thought, what can I do for people that's going to be good for me, that I know I can do well, and instead of me just focusing on business owners, which is my main clients, this was for everyone, young people, old people, business people, self-employed, unemployed, and I meditated truly for approximately over a period of about uh, eight to nine months just on that question, and I used to take notes after meditation and it just hit me about three o'clock in the morning as your intuition wakes you up, uh, as it does for all of us. And it says, teach self-confidence. Because self-confidence is the greatest skill we can have. There's not much you can do very well without a dose of self-confidence to help you along. And that's how it made. So I went and studied all the areas of self-confidence. And this is, as I said, my third book. And they sold reasonably well, the other two books. But this is sold already before I printed because I know the world really needs and wants this. And I have a little purpose I'd like to share with you, which I kept to myself, but my purpose now is to help Australia become inspired as the most uh, inspired nation in the world. Now, I know I can't achieve that, but I'm going to have a lot of fun having a go at it.
0: How do I do that?
1: Teach self-confidence. That's the reason I'm teaching self-confidence. I've stopped doing all the other stuff. I've got a wealth of knowledge to help people if they need it, but I'm going to show people you work with me for five weeks for self-confidence. Before you do... Any coaching before you do any training before you do anything, because without, as I said, without self confidence behind the eight ball, can you can you share? You said something
0: that I thought was quite fascinating, but I, I know the listeners might be interested in what you said. I think you, you you woke up in the morning and or three a.m. or whatever, and had a eureka moment, like you suddenly become aware of something, and you said you used the the, the place of meditation to try and ask yourself where the answers were. And then, the the place of where that, or you allowed that to arise because there was a way of you, wanting or being, or there was something going on. Can you explain to the listeners what you've learned about asking yourself the question, and then the, the the way and the process of finding the answer? Because somehow you you shared with us that this this power of self confidence book that you've written come from a place of you first meditating and then asking or the direction that you would get from that. Can you can you tell us how you do that?
1: Great, Paul. I think most people out there, when they do something and they get what I call the green light and everything just keeps flashing green and it seems to be easier. That's usually a good indication that you're on purpose. Your intuition is not your intellect, even they all start within. But your intuition, I like the definition, God talking to you when you shut up. I'm not a religious man at all. I don't believe any religions and I doesn't mean say so. like I dislike people who have a religion. That's good. It's a faith. That's all right, but I'm not religious. But God to me, G O D is a grand organized design. And to me, God is not a noun, it's a verb. So and God to me is love and love is God. That's how I work and I meditate on that.
0: Say that again. God is God is love and God love is God is love. And
1: love is God.
0: And love is God. That
1: that yeah. that's
0: very Deep, but but it opens things up because if if love was the thing that, that God was and that you know we are able to love, yeah. um, that sharing of the love and the uh, the idea that we are Godlike, maybe I don't know, but that is just a beautiful way of, of, of being and understanding.
1: Well, that, think about uh, what I said. It's it's uh, most people think God's an noun person, place, or thing, and some dude up there in the clouds throwing pitchforks at people. It's to me, it's not very intelligent even think that way. Um, I remember I did a talk to a young uh, teenage group at a school, and uh, they were Christian related. And I said, If you can tell me where God is, I'll give you an orange. And this young girl looked at me with fire in her eyes. She said, If you can tell me where He isn't, I'll give you two oranges. And I went, Oh, that's very good. and that's Fair enough. <laughs> I, the, the Muslims say you don't point your feet at the stone because that's in the direction of God. And he said, Well, if you can tell me where He isn't, I'll put my feet. So we've got a lot of arguments back and forth all this, but. At the end of the day, I like it a grand, organised design, G-O-D, and I, it's called energy. Spirituality is not religion, contrary to what people think. Spirituality is energy. The rest is a thought. So when I meditate, I meditate on energy. And what you don't love, you attract to become until you learn how to love it. We're only here to love. That's all we're all here to do. Can we're, you say that one again
0: slowly, please?
1: What we don't love, like if the purpose of life is to love, which is true, Well, then what we don't love, we attract or become until we learn how to love it, so we can learn it.
0: That's a pretty hard one for our listeners, Uh, Robert. uh, You mean to tell me that if you, what,
1: love, if you don't love it? if, if, if If your love is your purpose, which most people will agree with, well, then most people will be like yourself, will be confused. So how you get a warning is what you don't love, you'll keep attracting in your life or becoming until you learn how to love it. Because oh. real real love is uh, no judging. And you can't... Oh, you no can't,
0: judgment. No
1: judgment. It's just acceptance. And I'm, I'm still working at that, but I still react <laughs> to people. We're all
0: a work in progress in that, aren't we? But I get out of it, anything
1: that happens to me now, adversity, whatever, I always ask myself, what am I learning from this? And uh, I'm learning how to love. So I get out of it in about 10 to 15 seconds... You get the real top spiritual master, the Dharma Lama, and they just accept things because when you think about it, you can't change what's happened five minutes ago or five seconds ago to accept, I didn't say to agree with it, just accept that it's happened without judging it. And because there's only three types of love, there's unconditional love, there's conditional love and egotism. Now, unconditional love is the one we want, and you can't give what you don't have. It's like asking for the naked man for the shirt off his back. You can't give it if you don't have it. So if the purpose of your life is to love life as it is and accept it as it is, okay, if you ignore that, you keep attracting and becoming until you learn how to love it. That's why they use karma and all these different words for all this stuff. But it's so true that what you don't love, you attract to become until you learn to love it. Like, I was a raving idiot and I was a multimillionaire and... A big public company and I had over 100 staff working for me and I was making all this money and just running on an ego trip and I got the best lesson ever, I lost it all, I became bankrupt, marriage finished, my wife said I've had enough of you, I didn't blame her, she's probably right with that and I lost everything and I had a good look at myself and I thought I'm going to teach this and you know that was 38 years ago and I've, I've had a good day every day, I have challenges, I meet different people from the time when I work with you, you challenge me. You're a lot of work,
0: but
1: <laughs> Thanks, that's Paul. what you don't love. You tracks, so I'll put, put a picture of you up on the wall and say, love that guy. Gee, that was hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I, I I think you're you're right on the money. But yet you're a hard one to love too. Don't worry. Um, so so getting back to that 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 was brilliant. What you just said, and, uh, I, I really I really have come to appreciate and understand about that that place of where love sits with us and uh, we need to learn, or we, we we can choose to learn to love everything and come from a place of love, and that the place of lo- truly being uh, of, of love and with love is there's no need to judge because the judging just disappears because we don't need to have an opinion. We it's can, not
1: with love, sorry, it's in love, in love,
0: yeah. and it's and it's like uh, there's no, there's not there's no, there doesn't seem to be a place of right and wrong. It's not. Hmm.
1: I've had many a bad thing happen to me. And I'm sure you've had the same. Turn out to be the best lessons ever. I've had some great things happen to me. that turn out to be disaster. The thing is, if we drive things with our ego. And anything outside of you, uh, money, relationships, circumstances, whatever it may be, if that drives you, that's your ego. And that's based on fear, which means it won't last. You have quick, you'll have quick fixes. Uh, you'll have some temporary uh, victories, but eventually it'll come back and bite you. Until you can have uh, unconditional love, which is the spiritual area, which is doing what you love. Because every decision you make is either driven by fear or love. That's all you've got. There's nothing else. If it's driven by fear, it's ego, and it'll be only temporary. And anything outside of yourself that drives you is ego. So if you've got to work from within, so you start having a good look inside within yourself and work from you. Because the only goals I teach these days is um, finding out who you are, accepting who you are, and then work at what you want. And all I do is teach people how to achieve their goals with happiness and also how to overcome your fear. That's it. The rest is going to add to it all. We get too confused with all this sort of goal setting and all this money making and all this sort of stuff, and we wonder why there's so much unhappiness there. Because happiness is an inside job, not an outside job.
0: Ah, an inside job. That is so, so what it is, isn't it? Uh, it has to come from within. It It can't be... It can't Well money be. won't make you happy. No. I and mean, possession won't make you happy.
1: Yeah, I've had model girlfriends and beautiful wives and all that. And I mean, it a disaster. God, what am I on? But now, it's, it's almost like being selfish, to put it very blunt to everyone. You've got to be totally selfish on yourself, not at the disrespect or the detriment of other people. It's a matter of having... I'm going to have love. As I said earlier, it's like asking for a naked man for the shirt off his back. If he hasn't got it, he can't give it. So you've got to be selfishly, totally focused on self-love of yourself. And then when you get to that level or in your way, you start at behaving like that, which is your character. And then before you know it, you start loving yourself and people start attracting to you. I'm meeting people now that would never have spoken to me 20 years ago. No way even known. known. Um, as I said, I was expelled from school had a tough time. I was brought up in an orphanage. And if you said to me, you're going to write three books, I would have put you in a medal or something. Uh, I just set a mind to it. And all these wonderful things come. I don't have the money I used to have, but I'm wealthier. And remember, there's three types of wealth. There's internal wealth, external wealth, and eternal wealth. Internal wealth is how you feel within. External wealth is your toys, your money, and your girlfriends and all that sort of stuff. And eternal wealth is how much you're willing to give to other people. That's what a wealthy person is. I'm not into riches, I'm into wealth. And I'm wealthier now than I've ever been in my life. Few health challenges, but I'm getting on top of those I mentioned. But I tell you, what, I wake up feeling wonderful and it's got nothing to do with anything else. It's just an inside job.
0: Incredible. And, and, I, and I really know that that's the person you are, Robert, because you walk the talk and I've actually...
1: Do my best, yes. Been,
0: be, you're doing your best and you're not, you're not, you're not professing to be the be-all and end-all of everything. So that means in some ways... You can see your own ego at work and 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 move around it. And is it is it is it an, an, a perception that you can learn to when you when you observe your what you, what you may think is your ego at work? I mean, it's is it seems that it's human nature that um, your ego sometimes uh, arises, and it's just the way that humanity might be, and that when we Somehow observe or can observe it, and we realise it's the ego that's that's operating. That then, that's the place where we then can choose to say, "Love comes." So how could you? How could you help help our listeners to to be more able to be to see their ego at work? If I could use
1: a a, a parable or a, or a metaphor, the three wise men they discovered the secrets of life. And they sat there and we said, we can't share this with everyone because they'll only abuse it because of their ego. So, said, what will we do? He said, we'll hide it. And so we'll put it up so high in the sky that no humans will find a way how to get it. And uh, what about if we put it so deep in the ground and we bury the secrets of life so it's not easy to get? He said, no, no, humans will find a way. He said, well, why don't we put it where somewhere they'll never look? And they said, where's that? He said, inside them. And I love that story because inside is your thing. And as I said earlier, there's only two ways you can make a decision. They're driven by fear and if it's outside yourself, money relates to anything outside is ego driven. There's nothing, I emphasize nothing wrong with that. Just don't get carried away with it. It's the end of all. Because not having the inside, is like having a Ferrari motor car and you're racing with me with a beat up Holden and I've got petrol in there and you've got no juice in the tank. You might look good, but you've got no juice. You're not going to run. You need the juice to go inside. That's what love's all about, loving yourself, not ignoring the ego, but don't be driven by the ego, which is anything outside of yourself is driven by fear.
0: Ah, be aware of the ego, but don't be driven by it. That's right. Mm. Yes. It's there, it's part of all. Well, if you're we're we're good, out. you're going to make money. You've
1: been a very successful man. And what were you? You were a bloody cleaner of windows in a Street once I read about you, know, Next thing mm, you drive around, I was a pretty good window cleaner, thank you very much. Well, you must have been the best because you're driving in a bloody Bentley the house or something's <laughs> going wrong here. What's wrong with that? Well, we Maybe know. a few banks have less money, but I don't I, know. But...
0: I just got more windows to clean, that's what happened. <laughs>
1: well, look at you, now you, you, you don't, you're one of the most natural men I know of.
0: Oh, thank you listeners, that was episode two from the wonderful Robert. He talked about fear and love. It's an interesting idea how we come from ego or can we come from love and about how to self-love and uh, selfishly love yourself. And he said something I thought was interesting. He said that happiness is an inside job, (laughs) an inside job. Uh, What energy do we have, listeners, and what do we want to do, and what's our purpose, and how can we go forward and learn little things about from Robert? Robert, interesting man. All right, let's go to Episode 3. Welcome, everyone, Episode 3. Thanks, Robert. That's another episode from Podcast with Paul. Special thanks, everyone. Remember to keep an eye out for our next exciting episode with more fun special guests. Find out more of what we're all about and look up The Laughter Project. Hey, everyone. Be happy.